Welcome to episode 57 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC anime universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And we have a special guest returning once again this week. Last time we saw you would have been for uh, Almost Got Him, right? Yep. Well, Sam Gash, say hello. Hello. Are you our first returning guest? Um... Yeah, uh, Trevor had been on in other episodes, right? Yeah, Trevor we did the crossovers with. But yeah, that but was, that, that, was in, like, that was in a yeah, Tim Talk episode. That's right, an actual Tim Talk episode. I mean, because um, we've had Vasilius, we've had Jonathan, we've had Sam, we've had Trevor. I think this is our first reoccurring guest. Go team. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and then, um, of course, the Comic-Con clusterfuck. We had a whole bunch of people, but none of those people had ever been on before. Since yeah. This. Oh, yeah, you are our first returning guest. Hooray. Unconfirmed. Uh, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. And, uh, so you specifically requested uh, Mr. Mixius Pitlick, which I think is... All sure. three of us are going to say it differently. Say it differently. Yeah. It's going to be fucking Pitas. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Roz. But we all know again. that I'm the closest one. Mixpitlick. <clears throat> so, Sam, why Mixius Pitlick? Because he's goofy and dumb, and I like goofy and dumb. And it's one of the mo- more cartoony episodes, so it's one of the episodes that feels different, and I like... The, I, it, it's just a weird, goofy episode, and I like weird, goofy episodes. It's, I think it's one of the best you've had. Oh, absolutely. In a while. I mean, ooh, best Superman episode yet? I, I don't know if I would say the best one, but it was definitely the most fun I've had in a Superman yeah. episode. Because I guess it is, a, it is a significant departure from like the traditional format. So I guess it's hard to say it's the best one that might still go to the first Toy Man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great, though. It's a good episode. Apparently, it's also Paul Dini's favorite episode he ever wrote. Like, for any of the DCAU. It wouldn't surprise me. He basically just got to do whatever he wanted. It's there Looney Tunes. no rules. Yeah. It's a Looney Tunes episode. Yeah. Like, all the way through. It's it's so much fun. So I, I felt bad that, like, because I own this season on DVD and that those DVDs are in Arizona, so I couldn't rewatch it because this episode, they have, like, audio commentary. Like, they talk about this episode oh, as, it's ap- yeah. as it's happening. And I remember parts of it. I remember them really liking the months that they came up with. If oh, we, yeah. We were good host we would have probably watched the commentary version oh i didn't even think to watch it because i watched it on amazon same and i, I have it i, I have I, it on dvd and it, i don't have the excuse of it not being here it's in my apartment so i should have yeah, done it mine yeah. is still unwrapped wait or sorry oh, is wrapped ah oh okay other way around, other way around. yeah okay, i have not it, opened it <laughs> it is sitting un- on un- my unopened? shelf as a collectible unopened that's the word i was looking for oh my yeah, God. it's retaining its value yeah yeah well guess that makes sense because again you, you've never seen any of these nope before so we'll get to it and we'll try and save the bulk of the time for talking about that episode because one proceeding isn't very good but we do have some news to go over at first we have some trailers we have two trailers and if we had planned this out better we knew the justice league trailer was coming out yeah we could have talked about it in the last week's episode well no it came out after we recorded i know but if we had recorded sunday we would have had time uh, where was i on sunday i don't know fuck i don't even remember anymore. it's not important let's so, as- let's assume but, bowling yeah no, I hate bowling. But we are now uh, here so, to talk about it. Yeah, I was no, archery. We'll say I was doing archery. Say something cool, go. though. Great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> urban <laughs> archery. Um, yeah. So, sure. Wait, so it's okay, Sam. So you didn't watch this or the episode eight trailer yet? Right? Uh, I think I saw the Justice League trailer because uh, I remember seeing the original one and thinking that Aquaman seemed a little broy. Yeah. Well, you would be forgiven for not remembering whether you've seen it or not because it is entirely forgettable. I loved it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Further proving that it's entirely forgettable because yep. uh, Cameron loved it. Uh, so I made this point, I think when we were at Disney together, I made this point that we, that kind of the entire community is really like coming down hard on Cyborg. Yeah. Even though in the first trailer he says two words. And like, yeah, his delivery was not great in those two words. No. But everyone is just like, 
shoving him in this category of like he's too robotic he's too like we've had two words of dialogue from him and everyone is just kind of pushing him in this hole already who's the actor playing cyborg and uh, it, 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 this is like first thing it's one of his first major roles i mm-hmm. i don't remember so there's no way to actually verify name. whether or not he's a competent actor we, we had like one more line from him in this trailer, and it was actually kind of like more human. What was his line? I don't, I don't remember. Don't, Wait, I don't it was more human. So is that a problem? Is that is that bad? No, I don't think so. I, he's playing a cyborg. He's playing a character named Cyborg. Ah, okay. Who, who also happens to be a cyborg. Interesting. Yes. Lest we forget these things. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I did it make you any more excited to see the movie? Let's put it that way. Yes, it did it. Okay. It did. Well, I mean, it, I guess there's something. It to be works for that. on me. Uh, I'm scrolling Too through well. here. This shows well. It goes to show how like unimportant Cyborg is. Like as I'm looking through the the top list cast, it's going past like Robin Wright and Connie Nielsen before we even get to Cyborg. I mean, is I, Cyborg only known because of the Teen Titans animated show in the first place? <clears throat> Ray I think that's Fisher. what made him more like oh, like people were more aware of him is from that show. But since I want to say since New Fifty Two, he's made his way up to like Justice League level. Sure, but New Fifty Two is post Teen Titans. Yeah. Isn't it? So like I he he may not have been in New Fifty Two at that level had it not been for Right. That's what I'm implying. Yes. Oh okay, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. And I we, we talked about this before. I feel like the, the big problem is he has such a great personality in the Teen Titans cartoon mm-hmm. and then it seems like every other iteration of him since then, like the I haven't read any of the comics, but like all the directed D V D movies that he's in, he's just very generic and that personality seems like very stoic and that personality seems to have been drawn in. Sometimes that's not here. necessarily the fault of the character and more the fault of the bad bad movies. Yeah, I think they uh, I feel like they have made the character less interesting though. Because um, he seems I guess you can't have like two like uh, what the comedic? He can't be too cartoony. Comedy relief. Wait, no. But fuck. Why am I blanking on the word? What do you call the funny person? Comic relief. Comic relief. Com- yeah. God damn it! You, you said it. <laughs> That's a comedic relief. And oh. I knew that wasn't quite right. All right. Yeah. So you can only have one comic relief in a comic book movie, and we have already decided that's the Flash. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, in Teen <clears throat> Titans, you had both Cyborg and Beast Boy. Yeah, and it was their dynamic that was super amazing. And Cyborg had some of the in- intense best episodes, like his. All of his confrontations with Brother Blood were oh when he amazing. was Victor Stone, that one, and then the later one at the end when uh, Brother like season three or four or something when Brother Blood like turns himself into a cyborg and yeah. sort of freaks out. Mm-hmm. Or even the, his first independent episode, I think it's like episode five. Some of all, some of my parts, some of all parts. That's a good one too. Uh, when he loses all his energy and is uh, tried, the robots try and turn him full robot. And then the one where Beast Boy has to go inside because Cyborg has a virus. They're all good episodes. They're so good. God, that show is so good. Let's it's just talk a, about Teen Titans today. It's a good show. I, I still think that should be our, our follow-up after, after two years or whatever from now when we're done with this. Maybe we'll do Teen Titans. You think this, totally you think this podcast is only going to take you two years? No. Uh, I, um, You've been at it for a year. Yeah. And you're only I think, I think another, two more years. Another two more so, years. So, three in total. Yeah, right. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, so I have – so this, this is great for – uh, audio medium here. So this is where we are right now. Excel spreadsheets no, no. are good for everything. We're we're here. There you are. Yes. Uh-huh. And then now this is me scrolling. <laughs> Zeta, static. There's lots of static. Just like just limited. So yeah. static's gonna be fun. I think I think so I, I originally um have you is static one of the shows you've seen or one of the shows you've not Oh my seen? god, I do you not listen to this podcast? Because oh, I, I talk about it all the time. I'm in the go. middle of the last episode. That's fine, yeah. Uh, oh, I love Static. Okay, I didn't remember. Because there were like a couple ones that you hadn't seen. It was Superman and then the, be- the I new Batman from, Adventures. Uh, from BTOS to Justice League, I haven't seen 
I guess Static is before that. But you have seen uh, Batman Beyond. I've seen half of Batman Beyond. But you haven't seen Zeta Project. I've not seen Zeta Project. I don't think I've Surprisingly. seen it. I mean, I watched, who has? I've seen You've every, seen every episode. episode. Oh my God. There's, there's an aspect of the Zeta Project that like one of those things that's like I've always thought was such a cool concept. And I don't. That's a fantastic phone case. Thank you. <laughs> Which phone case? Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, that's cool. Did you just get that? I've had it for like three months. God damn it. I'm so observant. I forget <laughs> your life sometimes. Uh, well, thank God you know a lot about Zeta Project, Sam. So we'll probably have you on a lot because I, I don't think I've ever seen any of it. I mean, I remember an aspect of it. I remember the two main characters and I guess that they're running all the time. Yeah, yeah, they're like okay. on the run. It's is it the future? Is it the present? Oh no, it's Batman. It's Batman Beyond Time. This is right Beyond Time. Because okay. like that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like exploring the other world, like Beyond World of. Oh, and Batman so and real quick, I forgot. I did have it actually already broken down. It'll take us. My original estimate was three hundred sixty-two episodes. No, three hundred sixty-two television episodes and movies. One hundred eighty-four podcasts. Three point five years. It'll. That's not unreasonable. It'll probably end up clocking somewhere like one hundred ninety uh, um, podcasts. To loop back half a second. Uh, I had I had a vague memory of this. Cyborg was also in Smallville, played oh, by the I, famous, famous Jet, Jet Jackson. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, uh, yeah. The late famous Jet oh, that's Jackson. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. really sad. Let's bring that, bring that down. Um, so, okay. That'll be the end of our episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Again. So, real, real quick. So, you are more excited to see Justice League. Yes. Sam, you may have seen the trailer or not. Are you excited at all to see Justice League? I'm not going to watch it. Fantastic. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it for this podcast. I could go without it. I I've finally been going and seeing a whole bunch of movies recently. I need recently. you there to like help me heal my broken heart after the movie. <laughs> I know. I, I will be there. I'll be there to console you. We'll try and get tickets to the Chinese theater so we can walk across the street to the Roosevelt and get drunk afterwards. There we go. Maybe we'll get drunk before. Yeah. Maybe both. Let's just go to Cabo Cantina down the street. Ooh, there we go. Oh, big margarita. Uh, yeah, it's not particularly exciting. Uh, so we'll try and do these real fast though because we're running a little behind. Uh, episode eight trailer. You yes. Sam, you avoided it. I avoided it. Because I already know I'm going to see the movie, so I'm trying not to watch the trailer if I can if I if I can help it. Totally respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should have done the same. Cameron, you watched it, I loved it. Oh I know. my god, I yeah, I loved it as theories, well. Theories, just theories galore. I know it. It does. It does look good. I'm, I'm happy that I'm I don't have to watch it daily like I did last. Oh, last that's movie. true. Yeah, you had to watch it so many times mm-hmm. to like do the graphics and stuff. You don't yeah, have to do that anymore. I, I did the social media for episode seven, so Ooh. I had literally just a all of the trailers. From every like language version that I had to go through daily to just like pull clips from, and, and especially for episode seven where everyone was going nuts. Yeah. So when I in my free time, I actually like used all the clips and laid out the timeline I thought was going to happen in the movie. How close were you? Not very. Oh. <laughs> That's what was kind of great about it is yeah. like they they know which clips to pull and they they know how to miss direct the audience they have gotten better at that and i and i i like it which is why i probably could watch the trailer but i won't you shouldn't no yeah. no if you don't have to don't i mean it's, i mean i will end up seeing it theater. anyway yeah just because i'm gonna go see thor ragnarok and oh. i will probably see the trailers before that movie that's oh, true guys good good words coming out thor ragnarok so far super excited um i have some friends who work for marvel who went to go see it like the last night or the night before and they're like it's great and i'm like oh, yeah because the premiere just happened mm-hmm. yeah a friend of mine went to go with the premiere yeah. as well i'm like damn it Want to be there, oh, Hiddleston. Uh, okay, wait, hang on. <laughs> Apropos of what you guys are talking about, uh, there's a Teen Titans Go movie. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I did not hear about this. Yeah, because like the the first teaser poster came out, and it I guess Will Arnett and mm, let's 
some girl. Loving all these sounds are getting picked up. <laughs> yeah. What's what's her um fuck, what's it uh she's on everything, the good place. Was it her that Kristen was, Bell. Was it Kristen was it Kristen Bell who was also in the movie? I don't know. But do you do you guys watch Teen Titans Go? No. Because uh, it's not Teen Titans. Segments. I know that. Okay. I've seen bits and pieces like that have popped up on YouTube. I have some friends who unironically love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's fine, but I love the original so much that it's hard for me to watch it and not compare yeah yeah mm-hmm. it seems like it's a very different tone it, it's absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah i haven't watched it all either I, i'll basically like the t- original teen titans the follow-up to that's young justice if i want to watch something that's like like teen titans go i'll watch steven universe and okay I, I'm good. yeah fair enough have okay. you seen the the robins <clears throat> uh clip from teen titans go it's, it's my favorite clip from the show uh when they're all dressed up as the various no no that's that's from the regular teen titans right uh and go the the gang doesn't want to do anything when Robin is trying to go fight crime, so he summons all of the other Robins. I so have it's like not. Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown and Damian Wayne and like all of the Robins come together and they fight together. Oh, that this, sounds amazing. It's them just like patting each other on the back all the time. Like good job, good job, Robin. Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Robin. You did good too, Robin. And it's just oh so God. wonderful. Okay, I will I will I will track that down. That sounds yeah, fantastic. I think I'll watch just that one episode. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. It's only like a five minute clip. Okay. Well that makes it even simpler. <laughs> Um, okay, so we, at this point, we should probably get into actual Superman. Maybe we'll do, like, a brief discussion on Target and spend most of our time on Mixius Pitlick. Um, <clears throat> what did you guys think of Target? So as someone who's been complaining almost weekly at this point about the poor writing and setup of Lois. With good reason. You've yes. been complaining, mind you. Uh, I think this did it better. Oh, that's not what I was expecting from you. I thought you were going to, like, double down on your criticism. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to stay a flip-flopper. Uh, okay. No, I think before when it came to Lois, she was just there. And you, you made a good argument last week about how her, she was integral to the story on, on progressing, you know, the plot. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time she's just there to be there to be a, an object for Superman for him to go into action. Mm-hmm. This one, I felt like there was act like the episode revolved around her and she was like how do i put this into i'm trying to put my words together um she she had more agency yes sorry i just completely blanked on my entire vocabulary um she uh, she's still being very her like in the face she's, of she's still being a damsel death. in distress but yeah. there's like there's she kind of gives a reason about why she's a damsel in distress is like just like the first line, I think kind of set it up for me of when she's talking to she's a character, the, not a plot motivator. Yes, when oh, she's talking okay. to yeah. the, right. the police chief or officer. Oh yeah, Bowman. Uh, and he's like, "Well, yeah, write a list of all the people that want to kill you, but keep it to one page." Yeah, and that like that's that very true. That one line kind of made this <clears throat> episode okay for me because like yeah. yeah, she there are people that want to kill her. There's a reason that people are hunting her. She's done things i was upset with the reveal and like the motive behind the villain i thought that was horrible that was really bad but i agree with you yeah i like basically i would have respect like i like the episode until the episode ends and then i hate the episode yes oh that's fair yeah because he's a bad villain how how do you guys feel about their their red herring structure here because i feel like they're setting up two red herrings and they throw a twist at you of like oh this is the actual villain uh I mean, as a kid, I probably wouldn't have caught it, but when you, like, when you see his, his kind of mannerisms now, you're like, 
Oh, yeah, he obviously did it. Right. Yeah. As an adult, it's obvious. As a kid, I would have been completely fooled. The problem is that I didn't watch it on DVD. I watched it on Amazon, and the description of the episode... Oh, I saw uh, that, yeah. Tells it, it, you it, goes, it tells you right it. away. Yeah, it, it was kind of spoiled for me, too, because I, I liked... There, I like the first red herring of Julian Fry, the other uh, journalist. Yeah. Right. Who th- this may not mean as much to you guys, but he's voiced by Jonathan Harris. Do, do you guys happen to know who that is? He was the original Dr. Smith in the 1960s Lost in Space TV show. Okay. Yeah. Lost in Space was really popular in my family. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. For, for me and me alone. That's particularly <laughs> exciting. But he's done a whole bunch of other voice cool. work, too. Um, but I was excited about that. But I like... He just looks like a douchebag. Like, right when you meet oh, him, yeah. you're just like, oh, this guy is just the worst. Yeah. He does the the cartoon stereotype of this guy looks like a villain, therefore yeah, it's like, he oh, must therefore be the he's not going to be the villain. Uh, and then we meet Bowman too, who is really heavily implied to be behind it. Like, because mm-hmm. there's even that weird thing. Like later on, Lois having that dream sequence, and he's just like spying on her through the window. Yeah, that's never resolved. Like they never bring that back around. Well, they they do when she sneaks out of her apartment. You see also super nice apartment for a journalism pay, for like a journalist. Pay. Yeah, somehow the like the rent in pay. Metropolis. Is another super cheap. day, another Pulitzer. Is that in this episode? I don't. Uh, she she wins the Excalibur. Right. But yeah. Th- there's some. Uh, I I can I kept watching. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, but like at some point she says, oh, "Another day, another Pulitzer." I'm like, that's a okay. I mean, that's no clunkier than a Man of Steel, where she's like, "God damn it, Perry White, I am a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist." Right. So, but it's like, I mean, they have weird future space computers at the office they must be able to pay the reporters i mean have you seen the size of their office building that's true yeah and i love this also the, like we're also looking at the modern context where like no one reads newspapers anymore this is still the 90s sure. where like it's funny I was, I was listening to the james bonding episode about tomorrow never dies and in that the villain's plot is that he's like trying to like get exclusive rights for his newspaper mm-hmm. like a newspaper mogul who has all this power and it's like oh right yeah like that's <laughs> both ahead of its time also way behind its time now at this point <laughs> um but uh, no, when she sneaks out of her apartment, you see that there's a security, there's a police officer at her front door. Well, yeah, so I think that they they just have like he's just on like the protection squad. The wall on that I, officer's lines are terrible. Oh my god, oh, I know it's, yeah. it's so so bad. Yeah, but I but I guess we ne- we never bring back Bowman around. So yeah, I guess he's on like the security detail. But I felt like there you you feel like a scene was written that brought him back into the end. Like maybe he like arrests. Lightner or something like that and just not there at all yeah i don't know i guess it it bugged me a little bit i think they could have condensed it to one red herring i think so yeah and i mean did you guys find that the the julian fellows is also red herring or was that just me who thought that the uh other reporter yeah oh no that absolutely was a red yeah. herring. i i would have really enjoyed it being like get rid of the police officer have the reporter be the one like creepily looking at her through the window mm-hmm. i agree and say yeah. that like he was trying to get the scoop of like who was actually oh her. yeah that would have been good did anyone else did he his the way he was drawn remind me of another character and i just realized now i guess he kind of reminds me of the riddler sans mm. sans mask in the face but he, he looked like some other character i couldn't quite place Didn't he have gray hair he had gray hair but like the face structure like he had this weird kind of like i don't know i didn't I, pay attention to that well i just remember like weird hair oh okay Sorry. it's it's just me then clearly <laughs> yeah because i i didn't love that it was the lightner reveal because he's like oh i'm just super good friends with you and i'm like obsessed with you i i did love though did you guys i'm always gonna ask this you guys catch who voiced lightner i looked it up and i didn't recognize him robert hayes oh god what does he do airplane 
Oh, uh, wait, the one with the drinking problem, the main yes. guy? Ah, uh, he's so good. I know, he's great. He's also in uh, the Homer Bound movies as the stepdad. Those are also a, those are also a good movie. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. One of them is good. Cameron, you're giving this look. You've never seen Homer Bound, have you? Nope. Ha- hold what? on. Wait, the wait. Fuck. Have is you wrong seen Airplane? You? Most of it. Now, have you seen most of it, or have you only seen Airplane Two because it played on Comedy Central <clears> all the time? <throat> no, I've only seen most of the first one because they played it on Spike once. So, um, Sam, how do you, how do you feel about replacing Cameron as my co-host on, on the podcast? He has too good of taste. <laughs> I mean, I have seen Spawn. I've uh, I've never the, I've like never seen Spawn. <laughs> yeah. That's, the live action or animated one? Uh, live action. Okay. I have friend like there are a lot of movies I haven't seen also, uh, and I have like a, a friend who organizes like movie nights. A movie Sam hasn't seen, and one night he wasn't there, and me and his and his now former roommate were just like, "Well, what do you want to watch?" And we just like came upon Spawn, and we were like, "This is it." And then he came home, and he was like, "What are you guys doing? <laughs> we have like there will be blood. We have gangs in New York. He still hasn't seen. I don't know. Name a movie. It's a good movie. We watched Spawn." I, I have never seen it, but sometimes you don't. Just, sometimes you're just in that mood. John though, Leguizamo's right? good. Okay, isn't he the clown? Yes, like the murder clown. He's oh like yeah, in a ton of makeup and like a big old fat suit. It's weird, but he's good. Okay, I, I believe John Leguizamo is pretty great. Just like across the board, right? But my God, Cameron, you haven't seen Airplane. I'm sorry. It has the highest like laugh per minute. I know you and Shane can Shane, continuously we, talk we'd love, about it. It's such a, we're gonna make you watch this at some point. Yeah. It's so fucking good. There's there's a lot of things, a lot of jokes that maybe are I'm actually a little bit more surprised now. you haven't seen uh Homeward Bound. Yeah me but, too. But, but given even the fact that you spent most of your time watching like kids' movies growing up, like kid cartoon movies, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised you didn't watch like a kid live how many Well we I had this talk with someone oh at, at Dodgeball the other day. Uh, a girl brought her dog mm-hmm. and I was making Air Bud jokes the whole uh the whole time. Because it's a golden retriever? No, it was just like a tiny black shaggy dog. But they didn't have enough people to play, and so I could just put the dog in. It's not Shadow. I know. It's not Sassy. No. Nope. It's not Chance. Yeah. It was a sport, and there was a dog. <laughs> it was that, or in what was it? Uh, MVP, Most Valuable Primate. That's true. I'm which sure was the other one. I'm sure there were no to. rules preventing that dog from joining the game. No. <laughs> we checked the rule book. There was no rules. But like, have you seen movies like The Goonies and Home Alone? Yes, I've, yes, I've seen both of those. Okay, cool. Because I had not. Okay, no, that's fair. I only saw The Goonies for the first time of probably within the last two years. God, you shame me so much. <laughs> you yeah. just don't talk about that on it's air. air- <laughs> all right, uh, throw more movies at me that you think I should have seen. Uh, no, because all mine are bad taste. Space tapes. Jam. Of course I've seen Space Jam. Good man. But yeah. How many be- times? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. A, a lot of times as a kid. <laughs> all right. All so, right. yeah. I mean, you were watching cartoons when you were a kid. I was watching a lot of yeah, cartoons I'm as well. I'm still watching I was, cartoons. I was also just watching yeah, like, the James Bond movies on repeat as a child, as I was like the early Batman movies, and also the Richard Donner Superman movies. I was watching those on. Do you know what I watched this week? What'd you watch? Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Pinocchio was great. I haven't seen it in a long time. Didn't yeah, that uh, just come out of the vault? Uh, I think so. All right. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I have, I have fun facts about the vault that I'll save for after the episode. Oh, well, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, okay, I have, I have another question about this, though. Mm-hmm. So what I noticed about this episode is it gives us a couple opportunities where Clark could have to be heroic, right? So we're at the, um, the Excalibur Gala, and he sees that something's going to go wrong with like, the, the laser, and like he has that fun moment. He pours coffee on himself and excuses himself to come back as Superman. And again, uh, later, they're trying to hop out of the car, and he like kind of throws himself off the side of the, the freeway to try and escape to come back to Superman. I would have loved those be moments where he had to find a way to be heroic. Well, I think when, I he, agree. when, he, like, fell off the, when he fell off the car, I don't think he meant to because she hits 
the other car. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she. Because he uh, he looked like he had a plan. That's what I was gonna ask you guys. He, he what do, what do you think his plan was as Clark to get out of that? Probably jump on the car next to it. What, what Lois yeah, was trying to do after yeah. he fell. Yeah, get onto the car next to it. Let the. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no remorse. Like yeah, Lois is like and she's oh. like. Well, I still got to save myself. I got oh, understandable. Like, like you know, fight or flight. Yeah, but she's constantly in danger. No remorse. Yeah, yeah. But he did not need to change into Superman in order to get her to move away from the giant crystal sword. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Like, I, I was hoping there'd be something for him because I love those moments where he has to figure out how to be a hero. Accidental heroism. Yeah, exactly. We, we were talking about it. that in a Joker episode a long time ago when it was a kid's birthday party. And oh the, yeah! There was a bomb on the cake, and Bruce had to like trip over someone, and he accidentally pushed the cake in the pool. I think it was what be a clown, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like stuff like that, and they just didn't do it. Mm-mm. it th- there's there's going to be an episode later in the season called where Clark Kent gets killed, but like there's yeah, that's a good episode. I think. It is. Is it a good episode? Th- I remember it being good. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, I love that episode, and. But it's one of those things where I like when they make Clark Kent do stuff because yeah. otherwise every episode, a lot of the ones you've been dealing with so far, it's, hey, a bunch of stuff happens and then Superman saves the day by punching. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, <sighs> which is part of the reason why I like the mixed spit, uh, mix you spit lick. Mix you, Mr. Spit, um, <laughs> Mix a spitalick. Yeah. Mix, mix a There we go. There, there, there we go. See? All right, why, that's why one I, on my side. Why I like <laughs> that episode. Because that's not an episode that he wins by punching. No, it, no. he's very smart and fun about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has to be clever. I mean, should we should we just go ahead and move on? Do you guys have other things you want to talk about with uh, Target, or should we just move on to that one? This is a better episode. I mean, uh, did we ever say what his actual motive was? I think we we all oh, said like, we didn't he, like. He was it. obsessed with her. Right? Yeah, he he was yeah. friend zoned. Yeah, he was friend zoned. He was mad and like went after her, and it, it's it's terrible. Yeah, I, Sam, I think you put it very well. Like, it's a clever episode. I'm enjoying it up until the end, and then I'm really not. Right. Yeah. And it's just uh, it's and then shame. they bring him back. Yeah. Oh, they twice. Twice. My God. He, that villain recurs twice. I forgot about. It. See, I forgot. Like, I think I saw a lot of these when they aired originally, but I haven't seen most of them since then. So I, the only reason I know is because I only have season two of Superman, and so I oh, watched it. Okay. And, like, and I watched it like a year ago or something, because I was on the Warner Brothers lot, and they mm-hmm. have the the Mill store, and I was like, I'm gonna go buy DVDs. Yeah. And it was the only. Uh, DC animated DVD collection they had. They had. Oh, and no. I was like, ah, but I have to now. But hey, at least that box set contains World's Finest. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a, those are great episodes. Those are great episodes. Oh, so close. All right. So, uh, real Gilbert quick. Godfrey time? Oh. No. Yeah, our sponsor. Yeah, our sponsor. So, our sponsor this week is uh, The Best Medicine. So, here's the thing for the promo, the ad thing for it. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's me, Tammy Totson. Hello, my name is Bill. You know me, I'm Dionysus, the god of water. Are you tired of bars telling you about how good their record is? I found gold under my grandma's house and I didn't know what to do with it. But then I heard this commercial and I said, okay, here you can take all 4,500 pounds of this gold. I got $26 and now I can go to Arby's. Call today, one 888 Side effects include depression. The best medicine podcast here on the Nerdist School Network. Stop dressing up your cat and fall in love. Ooh. <laughs> I should go listen to that one. 
<laughs> I really should figure out which ones these are before. I no, think, no, no. I think, wait, hang on. I think that the best medicine is like a series of improv sketches, mm-hmm. audio improv sketches. I think that sounds right. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, guys. I well, should be a better check a better, it out. A better sponsor. I should know but too. Not... I used to also have to put these ads in front of things, <laughs> and I had to listen to all of them. But yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember because I, I don't really listen to very often anymore now. Like, Was this the one with? The, it, I mean, that's not the one with the awful ad, right? Uh, we'll find out. Because there's one of them where I'm like, you guys, this is a bad ad. I'm gonna <laughs> run it, but no. I think I. Oh, I know. Oh, I know which one you're talking. You sure, about. that's not ours. No, no, no. Yours is fine. Maybe okay. that, uh, actually, think that, I think that might be this one, yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey time. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, mix, Mr. Mixius picks, like, real quick, how do you guys spell it? M-X-Y-Z-T-L-K-L-T-K? Close. Sam? Correctly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you bastard, okay. <laughs> uh, it's M-X-Y-Z-P-T-L-K. P, damn it. P-T-L-K. You were, you were really close, though, because it's the, it's the... XYZ part. Oh, that's how you remember it. It's just X. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was one for the Y first, and now I'm like, oh, that's actually. It's XYZ. Yeah. yeah. X- M- XYZ. Pitlick. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Mr. Mixius Pitlick, written by Paul Dini, as I said earlier, apparently his favorite episode that he ever did. Um, understandably so, because this is a full on Looney Tunes episode. Yeah. And I loved it. It's Every so much fun. Uh, so apparently, like, the. So do you guys know why he keeps asking for McGurk? Up in the beginning, I'm assuming it's something from the comics. It is apparently it's his first comic appearance. Is he is looking for somebody named McGurk, and it's the statue that he animates. Like I think that whole sequence is adapted from his first appearance. Oh, ever. that's cool. That sounds right. Yeah, and I, I yeah, we'll get to it. So, um, something else. I don't know what I was gonna, well, gonna say. Well, did you guys pause and when Superman opens the newspaper, like Jimmy's like Haha, this new comic, and like he hands. The, did you pause and like look at all the? The if, comic strips? if I had time, I would have. I, I didn't. I didn't I, pause. I I, I did see that it was um, Siegel and Schuster who wrote the Mixius Pitlick comic. But what were the other comics that were in the newspaper? There was a parody of Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. There was a parody of Peanuts. There was a weird like strongman Dick Tracy kind of thing. And then the one at the bottom was a uh, crankshaft something old. Okay. The Peanuts one and the Crankshaft one were like parodies of like these are people who work here and this is like them sending stuff to the editor and the editor says it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And the, the one at the very top was the Calvin and Hobbes parody, and it's they're taking the wagon down the hill, and then the Calvin bails out, and the Hobbes, because hyena, just goes, what? And then, <laughs> and then Calvin gets this evil look and goes, I never liked that hyena. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> murdering Hobbes. Oh, my God. It's so dark. Ah, uh, it was great. That's awesome. Oh, my God. See, it's like, I feel like this whole episode is like packed in with cool little details like that yeah. and references. Like, uh, when... Clark goes to see his parents, the the cat there. That's a reference to Streaky the super cat. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> isn't isn't the cat always there? Um, I don't know if it's always there or not. We there's, actually don't go back to... Yeah, there's usually a dog. We don't actually go back to the... I don't remember many episodes where we go back to the farm that often. But I know that, like, the, the trivia I looked up said that specifically was... Streaky the cat, like it's got that sort of paint job, and mm-hmm. like part of that too is the fact that like Mixie's pit like makes him like fly around the room, oh, like got Streaky. It. That the makes cat. sense. So okay, I just like the two art nods that I was like, I know what those things. Oh, are. what were the art nods? I mean, the thinker, the, yeah, and then American that, Gothic with the pitchfork. oh right, of course, yeah. yeah, when he slaps slaps mm-hmm. him in there, painted by Grant Wood in 1930. Oh, look <laughs> at you with your your art history, yeah. which I was first aware of at during Boy Meets World. When Wait, sure. There's an episode of Boy Meets World where uh, uh, what's Corey's brother's name? Eric. Eric. Eric is stalking Topanga, 
and there's a weird joke where Eric is in that picture. Okay. Oh, oh I know exactly what scene you're talking about now. Yep. <sighs> that that's another episode that I really like because it's just ridiculously silly. Yeah. It's the best episode. Wait, Everyone should watch it. Cameron, do you remember that episode from when it aired, or have you just watched it again recently? Uh, I've not watched it again recently. Okay, because I, I, I know you're catching up on some of this old I, stuff. I'm going so. back through all of Boy Me Told right now, since it's on Hulu. Nice. And it's it, it's it's nice. How does it hold up? Great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Really? Good. I still love it. I mean, like, the, Are you like the early follow seasons. follow up with Girl Meets World? Uh, probably. I watched the first few episodes. Uh, the first few seasons of Boy Meets World, I mean, they're they're so young, it is hard to relate now. Right. But once um once they get to season fourteen or fifteen or whatever. It no, is. I was gonna say when when the new teacher comes in whose name I just forgot. Oh the cool the cool teacher the who rides super nineties teacher who's got like he's like basically like Superman <laughs> mullet hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he he Can't becomes uh Sean's caretaker for a short period. I don't remember his name anymore. Uh, Seems great. But I think once he comes in, I think that's when it like becomes super relevant. Got it. Picks it up a little bit. Once they yeah. lose uh the nerdy kid with the glasses. Minkus. 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 Didn't Minkus come back around later? No, Minkus was on... Minkus came back for one episode in the last season. Okay. And and I think he comes back in Girl Meets World. He does, because uh, he has a kid. Right. Little Minkus? Uh, He has another stupid name. I I thought it was Minkus. I would have gone with Pinkus. Pinkus, yeah. (laughs) No. Wasn't he also on One Tree Hill? I don't know. I didn't watch that one. (sighs) I don't know. I have standards, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, mix of Spitalik. I only recently learned that show was about basketball. I think for One like Tree the first, for like the first season, yeah. It's it like was... about a sport. Wow. I didn't watch it. My sister watched it, and I was like, it's the one with the pretty people that isn't the OC. Or 90210, or Seventh Heaven. Yeah. She was OC and One Tree Hill. Okay. Yeah. Mix Spitalik. M- Mixius Pitlick. Mixius Spitalik. Yeah. How, it's a Spitalik. Because he, he pronounced it for himself, right? He like, it's like mix, yes, spit. Lick and apparently yeah. that album that says yes on it is a reference. Oh, I didn't isn't know what like that, that's isn't like a, that. Um, like didn't Wham have an have a album? I, th- like that? I think that might be it. And they were just Wham. like Wham. Wham. <laughs> Why are they called Wham? Because it just hits you. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, what's their most famous song? Wham. Uh, uh, wake uh, me up before you go. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I was the one from. I mean, any uh, George. George Michael. Yeah. Oh my the god! The correct that's answer right, is "Wake me up before you go." Yeah, that's, I forgot that that was George Michael. Yeah, the joke was that joke was stolen straight from Deadpool. What joke? The why are they called Wham? Oh, it hits you. oh no, we know. Wham. Oh, I didn't because we all just said Wham. Yeah. Oh, I was just going like I was just going along with them like Wham. Yeah. It's, oh. fun, it's fun to say. I have only seen Deadpool once in theaters. I haven't seen it Ooh. since then. So, so really I feel like I got to go back and revisit Deadpool and it is worth make the... sure I can brush up on all my uh, <laughs> George Michael related humor. <laughs> um, I will be your father figure. <laughs> um, so, so Mr. Spitalik, the way Superman has to defeat him, they make a deal that um, if Superman can get him to say, type, or spell his name backwards, then uh, Mr. Spitalik will yeah. disappear for three months until their universes align. No, uh, yes. Their dimensions. Dimensions align again, yes. It's, it's, it creates this like really... I, I forgot that was the structure of the episode. Apparently that structure is taken directly from the original comics too, yeah. the whole like 90 day thing. And I'm assuming that the uh, the name spelled backwards thing is from the comics. Too. Yeah, that's yes. the only way to teleport someone back to the fifth dimension mm-hmm. or whatever is to do that. Which a lot of people, I feel like that's become like a sci-fi trope. Say your name backwards? Yeah, because even Family like Guy. Else, they did it in uh, Strong Bad. 
or <laughs> homestarrunner.com. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're, oh, yeah. They did it in Family Guy, I think, as yeah, a direct because, reference to this. Yeah, because Adam West makes um, Jeopardy host, not Bob Barker. Alex Trebek. Alex oh, Alex Trebek, Trebek, yes. Say his name backwards. <laughs> and he takes that forward back. Yeah. back. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like that's the whole structure there. And like I forgot that's how the whole thing was done. So I thought it was going to be an ongoing battle. So like the first time the Superman tricks him and saying his name backwards, it disappears. I'm like, oh, all right. That's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get you get to see the other side of it. So mm-hmm. the rest of the episode you basically follow Mrs. Mix Spitalik. Yeah. Um with, with his with his oh. super hot Jessica Rabbit knockoff. Yeah. Slash um, uh like Cheryl from Archie. Giz Pitlin is. A.K.A. Gisby. Yeah, Gisby. I, I had to write this down. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I did like that. Because you know, we say it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. I mean, I think, in the, especially in the sense that it's that like that back and forth battle, like that ongoing mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you could do Roadrunner and Coyote. You could even do like Bugs and Daffy, right? It's like yeah. someone always has the upper hand here. Yeah, this felt very. Even when he's in the like when he's building his giant robot, they make him. I don't know if they meant to, but he felt very Elmer Fudd to me. What they oh, even yeah. they even play like a music cue. Elmer Fudd and Wiley Coyote a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. It, the, it's a music cue. It's like dun 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 dun. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, I'm pretty sure that's pulled directly from a Looney Tunes um, cartoon. I, I didn't I, even I, think about that, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah, I've never heard it heard it somewhere else before. But I I love how that sequence plays out too. He's like, George. He's, oh yeah, they, yeah. All the different random relish. Mugs. Yeah, it's like pants. It's so it's so bizarre. And he builds this massive suit, and he like he disappears. And yeah, Gisby is like one, two, three, and he's back. Boom! It comes right back. It's nuts. I mean, I love it because you know, Sam, you're saying like a lot of these episodes, it's just him beating stuff up with his fists. Like this shows that Superman is actually smart. Mm-hmm. Like he's really clever. Like I'm trying. So he yeah, like in Red Sun. Yes, like I know. Oh fuck, I meant to bring that to give to you. Yeah, that, that comic that we've Red all Sun? read. No, I, I, I was supposed to like give it to him at the end of the, the episode oh, last week. You were going to enjoy it. I miss B toss when I could like kind of hold up a conversation about comics. I can't oh, no. hold up a conversation about comics, but I can talk about a couple like self-contained stories. Yeah, he's a Superman expert. <laughs> I mean, more so than him. Yeah, I think you actually. Maybe I think you. You know more than Cameron. Right? Yeah. Okay. Cameron. Cameron's no shit. I know nothing. Right. He knows nothing. I'm the Jon Snow of the situation. Exactly, yeah. He's got the flowing locks. Yep. Yeah. He's been killed before and come back to life. Multiple times. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to think. So the first time he does it, he just gets, makes his pillow to just say the name. Yeah. And then this is the second time the shaving in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, th- th- during the DVD commentary, this one I remember because they were talking about, and we talk about how Superman shaves. It makes no sense, but that's yeah. how he does it. Yeah, I guess they created it. They created yeah. that idea. Because I feel like it's, we've seen it pop up in other places. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where it's else. It's not I've how seen Hancock it. shaves. Oh, how did Hancock shave? He, he uses fingernails. Took his nails oh, and yeah. Scraped oh, it across his face, which makes no sense. But yeah. whatever. Again, yeah. I've seen that movie once. Eh, uh, that one's fine to only watch one or yeah. two times. Yeah, great concept, terrible execution. Yeah, uh, it's two good separate movies that don't belong together. Yeah, I feel like they had this great idea and they didn't know where to go with it, so they just shoehorned in this yeah. weird contrivance. And uh, mm-hmm. silly. Uh, they should have included a fifth dimensional imp in that movie. They should have. I mean, they did it in Teen Titans, and it's a great episode of Teen Titans. Oh, yes. Naziakid. The, the uh, Robin, like Batmite, but for Robin. Oh, okay. Wait, is That's that, is a, that, a, a, nor- that, was that a character so from the comics, or was that a new introduction just for Teen uh, Titans? I mean, it's basically just Batmite. Okay, I don't know. I know who Batmite is. I just didn't know if the, the Robin I equivalent. I don't. But uh, I, I can. I, I think, think I, they're the exact I can same. Character. I think it's basically they're, the mix. They're from the go- seventh dimension, right? Oh, I think that's what I think that's where dimension? the Robin was from. Because Mixia Pitlick is from the fifth, fifth dimension. Yeah, and if Nazi is from the seventh, that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, their power set is essentially identical. Essentially the yeah. exact same thing. But that's also a really good episode. And it's bait, but it's like a fan instead of an av- adversary. And it's just like yeah. seeing those two things compared to each other. But they're both great episodes because mm-hmm. it's fun for the writers to just go, we're going to have a great time today. Yeah. yeah. Because you can, they get to do stuff in this they didn't normally like to do. Like they turn everyone a daily planet into an animal, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lois becomes a horse. I guess Jimmy becomes a, a turtle because at one point he had an alter ego of Turtle Boy. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's what they make him a turtle. Stretches. Oh no! The sorry. Back to the mirror thing. Yeah. He he gets uh, Mixy Piddle to say his name backwards because he says, "Oh, it's you again, Mister uh, Alpha Whatever." Oh, oh yeah. He like he. No, not that. He says Mixie it wrong. Piddlick. Yeah, and then he gets ah. back. <sighs> so clever. Yeah. Um, sorry. So then, so then we're in the 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 fifth dimension world Mm -hmm. where we only see him coming back. So the final time, no, there's another one with the with the paper. Oh, that's right. That was a good one because that was yeah. Spell check the the document because he was waiting for him to show up. And I love that one because Mixie Pitt like doesn't know what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was a really. I I even wrote down that was really clever. And then technically the fourth one we don't see, and then the fifth one is Rocket Man. Yeah. Mm Hmm. That's a that's a great sequence too. It's just like Superman's indifference. Like, no, do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm done at this point. Again, like proving that he's smart. He's he's a he's attacking his enemy's weakness, mm-hmm. which I feel like he hasn't really done a lot of. It's always just been smash stuff up. And this time he's actually being clever. Like, this feels more. I mean, even though it's a totally huge departure, it feels more like a Batman episode mm-hmm. in the sense like the I was villain. Say I would love to see Batman go up against Mitty Pillick. What, what would Batman even do? Because he would have like no patience for this. I feel like shit. he would do what what Superman did for the last time. He would just be like, "You're a child. I'm gonna treat you like a child and just act like I don't care." That's where he would just walk because away because you're yeah. gonna come to me. I'm. I think Batman would like devise something. He would just like put it on Mixie Pitalik and he would just like negate his powers. And he's like, "Yep, now you're stuck here." Deal well, the, the, I think yeah. I read in the the first time Superman got rid of him, um, he like he hijacked his keyboard. So whatever you typed, it would appear backwards. And so he had, like, he, he asked uh-huh. Mitzi Piddle how to spell his name. So he typed it out and it typed itself backwards. Oh, and God. that's how, like, that was the very first time. I mean, that's what happens in Supergirl. Oh, I'm not at that episode yet. Of the, like, the Yeah, I, I, he, he I just started. started. Yeah. And I haven't watched any of it, so. Um, I'm really upset because I wanted to talk about how much I hate that episode. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. Really I think bad. it's like two episodes from where I'm at. No, yeah, I, I haven't watched any of Supergirl. Uh, yeah, because I was like curious what other stuff he's been in. Remember, he was in Smallville, but I guess he's like he can was just he? control people by like saying like giving them verbal commands. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think this name backwards is just like he changed his name like the backwards and forwards. Mm. But I did find a cool little bit of trivia. Uh, Howie Mandel played him on Lois and Clark. That's amazing. Really? I have a photo. <laughs> Because so I was like, I can't show up here and not have a photo of uh, Harry Mandel as Mixius Pitt. Like, hang on, where to go? And there, there it is. He has hair. He's got like a full-on hair yes. and oh, beard, yeah. and, like this massive clock thing That's going so on. Big Amazing. mullet for a really long time. And I, I have a weird coincidence to tell you about once the podcast is over. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It. Um. I love that final chase sequence though, and they're just they're, so they're flying good. around. Like it's you, so can, you can kind of see where they're gonna go with it early on, but you just don't care because it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, Looney Tunes. It's, yeah, it's just it's we just all, we know who's gonna win, but it's fun to watch them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, I I fucking loved it. I think definitely one of the best of yeah. Superman so it, far. It's, it might be the most fun. I think between both series, this might be the most fun episode we've had. Yeah. It, it's this is the first. This is the first I would, straight up comedy. I would it? love yeah. to see uh, Mitzi Pitalik 
team up with Mad Hatter and just that, see the shenanigans they can get up. That could be pretty to. interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, I compare these to like the Mad Hatter episodes we had. Yeah, the Mad Hatter episodes were pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those. Yeah. I, I watched the episode where he comes back and is teamed up with Bizarro, but even in the DVD commentary, they're like, yeah, we thought it'd be a fun idea, but it just didn't quite work out. And I was oh. like, oh. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I, I, for some reason, I thought that he didn't come back, but you're right, he does. Because mm-hmm. he and Bizarro both come back. Yeah. For like Bizarro a, come back, comes back a lot, but I. That's what I thought. I, for some reason, when I was doing like my research on the Bizarro episode last week, by the way, Cameron, that art is fucking amazing. What the bizarre art you did? Oh, thank you. Like it's so. It's uh, sorry. I mean, just, I have to tell you. Like it's so clever. Like flipping the whole. I loved it. Yeah, it was. It was the lazy man's way out of doing something. <laughs> but I, I mean, <laughs> lazy though it may have been, it was a clever approach, and I I, I greatly appreciate it. But I, when I was doing my research for Bizarro, I was I, based on the research, it seemed like he didn't come back. Like that doesn't seem to gel right. Bu- yeah, because he comes back a whole of, bunch in uh, uh, Justice League. Yeah, that's right. So or, I guess Justice League Unlimited. I think yeah, it's like the Secret Society or something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I forget. Uh, we are running out of time because we're doing it in the booth instead of at the apartment. And yes. we got people knocking on the door here soon. Other thoughts on this episode before we get into back plugs? Uh, I mean, we, we just grazed over it, but it was Gilbert fucking Gottfried. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's take a moment to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gilbert goddamn Gottfried. Like, oh, they, like, Disney couldn't even get him to reprise his role in Aladdin. Oh, they couldn't? Could they? No, really? No, I think it was, um... Cause there's three it was Howie Mandel. No, no and uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the TV series. So there was a Aladdin TV series that right, came right. out that started in 96 I watched it. I don't remember it at all, but nope. I know I watched it a lot. Disney had a thing in the ni- in the late 90s where every movie, they just gave a TV show afterwards. So we mm-hmm. had the Aladdin TV show, the Lion King <clears throat> TV show, the Tarzan TV show, and the Hercules TV show. I watched And the Timon and Pumbaa TV show. And there were crossovers. So there was like Aladdin mm-hmm. meets Hercules. Yeah. Or young Hercules, I guess. Uh, I think there was a Little Mermaid TV show as well, but I don't remember There definitely well. was that because I remember watching that too because that okay. was something that my sister and I could agree on to watch. There you go. That and like Sailor Moon. Great one. Fair enough. Uh, but like, no one would ever reprise their roles. And so no, of course not. No. no, it's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, he he's perfect. Yeah, for yeah. this. Like, I I legitimately think if you put anyone else in there, I don't know if this would land quite the same way because somehow he's both grating and endearing the at the same time. Person I could possibly think who might make it work is like peak form Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay, yeah, he's got a similar kind of. But voice. he doesn't even do that voice anymore. No, he just directs interesting indie movies. <laughs> so. Okay, we've got a little time here. Quick question. If you were to cast Mixius Pitlick in a live-action film, and let, let's go ahead and say that maybe you were to, like, go back. It doesn't have to be live now. Like, let's say if they were trying to do one in the 90s. Like, who would you want to see play the role? It's tough because he's short, so you got to be careful not to just, like, do the the crazy little person doing a goofy thing. Yeah, that's, just have mini-me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the problem. Cause I, yeah, I mean, I guess if you were to do him, I feel like you would have to make him an, an entirely CG creation, right? Because he would look weird if he were like part of the reason this works is because he's you know small and he's got, like the the suit on and the hat mm-hmm. and like he takes himself so seriously, but he's so silly. And I think his whole visual look works that way. Could you do like an actual live action person? Would be you'd only could do like a CG I, I character? Don't think you could because I, I just th- want like Adam Sandler's head on like a CGI body. That that's the head you pick. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going through like horrible comedians that could do this. Like my first thought was Kevin James. I'm like, no, no. I think Kevin James would be better at it than Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. That was Kevin just... James has light in his soul, and Adam Sandler is dead inside. I've heard he's a nice guy, though. I've heard he's a very nice guy. Yeah, my point stands. But yeah, that's totally so fair. <laughs> I mean, an obvious answer like Robin Williams would have been interesting to see him do something like this. Yeah. But again, it, I feel like it only would have worked in like an animation sort of thing or a CG character, not live action. Mm-hmm. 
the short answer is I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the definitive answer is just Brian Cranston because he can do everything. That yeah. is a Always good Brian answer. Cranston. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the little little purple hat, but it would, too. I mean, also, as long as we're talking weird clowns, you could just make it John Leguizamo again. That's true, actually. Actually, <laughs> he would be pretty good in that. It'd be like a Probably. different version, but I, I could see him doing that. would be kind of fun. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah. Totally different version of the character. Yeah, yeah a lot but, like smoother version. Yeah, smoother uh, uh, and uh, doesn't uh, realize uh, that he's uh, funny. It's a mix, uh, uh, mix yes, pit lick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, huh. yeah, I yeah. think that, that, that yeah. actually would be funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get on it, Hollywood. I appreciate that one. Give us Jeff Goldblum as Mixius Pitlick. I'm trying to see who (laughs) voiced him in Brave and the Bull. Keep talking while I I Okay. Was he in Brave and the Bull too? He was. Awesome. Um, I can probably tell you because I have uh, have his Wikipedia page up right now. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it. It's it's either going to be Kevin Michael Richardson or John... um, um, Oh, John DiMaggio? John DiMaggio. Oh, he would be good too. Mm -hmm. Um... I All mean, right. I mean, you could if you're gonna get a voice actor to do it, you may as well get uh, 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 Rob Paulson. Oh, he does all God, the... Rob Paulson, just, just, mm-hmm. just yeah, sweet, 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 sweet gentleman. I hope to meet him someday. Just get be a guest on this podcast. I would love that. <laughs> oh my God, it'd be so much better than this podcast. Oh, not because you're here, Sam, because we're just terrible at this. Yeah, <laughs> camera is off on this. Um, should we move along to yeah. uh, to bat plugs? So, uh, Sam, as you know, we have our bat plugs, things we've been watching, listening, reading to. Uh, what? has been keeping you entertained of late. Oh, you're starting with me? We're starting with yes. you, yes. Uh, the two shows I've been watching recently uh, are The Gifted. How, okay. okay, how is it? It's so far so good. Okay, we saw like a brief teaser at Comic-Con, and I was not super taken with Did it. Did we? Maybe you weren't there for that. I mean, oh you you no, came no, late. No, 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 no yeah, Taken's was... a different show. Oh, sorry, but no, for The Gifted. I mean, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah fuck, there are right. three. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Damn you, well played. Uh, the, the, the gifted is interesting. It's one of the, it, it feels like heroes, but it feels like season one heroes. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that, that's fun. It's only two episodes in. And mm-hmm. then obviously I'm watching the good place because it's amazing. Okay. I, I never, I didn't go back and try the good place again. I couldn't get into it the first time I tried it. Ooh. It's I, great. I really enjoy it. Everyone believe, loves that. I, I believe like, it's I like, worth your time. I feel like I need to go back and try it again. I think I'll probably really like it. Yeah. My crush on Kristen Bell notwithstanding, it's an amazing show and everyone deserves to oh, watch it. Oh, I understand. I have a crush on Kristen Bell. Yeah. Ever since Fanboys. Oh, I, fuck. She was in Fanboys. Yeah. She was. I watched that late. I watched that after reading Ready Player One. Oh, wow. Because... I was like, wait, what else has this guy done? He did a movie? I'm watching it. Fanboys was like, so I, I told you, I think I've said it on, on the podcast before. In high school, my three favorite movies were bad choices. Wait, wait, hang um, on, hang on, hang on. Fired up. Yep. Never what? back down. Yep. What? And the, was the last one Fanboys? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, then, that's right. Wait, I, uh, Fired Up and Never Back Down feel like they could both be the same, the title for the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Fired Up was the cheerleading movie. Never Back Down was the bad MMA movie. Like, um, way before MMA was ever really a thing. I've yeah. heard of neither of these. So, okay. Fired Up is great. Fired Up. I, I, I believe you. Fired Up actually is, like, don't listen to him. Fired Up actually <laughs> is good. It's uh, written direct by Will Gluck. He did Easy A. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's, like, it's actually very funny, and the whole thing rests on the chemistry of the two leads who are really, really good. Mm-hmm. I, I will defend that one. I can't speak And they even make down. fun of the fact that they look way older than high school kids. So they're, like, they? they're like 30. Good. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, there's a line in the movie where, uh, I don't remember any of the names, but the blonde guy yeah. makes a joke of like, oh, I can't be with her. She's like 30. They filmed that on his 30th birthday. birthday. Oh my God. Wow. So good. Yeah. Um, that, but it, when, when I saw Fanboys, that that kind of concluded my 
my like four. That's solidified my four favorite movies those, of high school. Those are the the elephants holding up the disc world on the back of the turtle. Yep. Great. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my brain went, but no, I chose but it, that. It, it over, works. It, I chose it that totally over works. The word pillar. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I prefer, I prefer yeah. the turtle reference. Uh, yeah. So good place. Great. Good. Um, uh, and now we got to watch Fire It Up. Yeah. Yeah, you should totally do that. Uh, Chris, what are you watching, listening, um, reading? I mean, the only one I really have this week is uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, I saw that too. Yes. Oh, it was great. It's, it's amazing. I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I went and saw it at the IMAX theater over the, the Chinese theater. It's it's gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. I Look, I get why it's not doing great at the box office. It's only like 30 million, like I think 33 in the U.S. when they were hoping for like 50, which even mm-hmm. then would have been low. So it's not going to do well, sadly. But I, I, mean, I kind of get why it's long. I mean, it's two hours and five minutes. It, it's very this, deliberately paced. It bugs me so much that that's the reason people aren't seeing it because I, that's I, not even like that's that's not even long for a movie today. I can't say definitively that's yes, the reason. I mean, that it's it's still pretty long. I we mean, have like three hour movie. I what Batman vs Superman was three hours. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you were the better, smart. smarter one. But I mean, look, <laughs> but I, that I, made what nine hundred million dollars? Some crazy number. No, that, 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 that only did like six in its theatrical run. I There's think. also something to be said oh, okay. for pacing because that's a three hour movie with. Pace like they're going. Yeah, I assume again. Yeah, I haven't it, seen it, it, but like Blade Runners, it takes it, its, its time. And I can't say definitively that's why people aren't going because it's a little bit slower because it's long. I liked both those things about it. I, maybe I think for part of the what might be people is the first Blade Runner is actually in a, very inaccessible because if you don't know which cut to watch, um, like I didn't know that until I've heard like it was like the final cut and that's the one I went and saw beforehand. Mm. But like that was the thing for me. Like I never seen it because I didn't know which version to watch. There might be a bit of that kind of keep people from back. Maybe people are just getting tired of sequels, and you know th- this is like the antithesis of a typical Hollywood sequel. It's it's amazing. Did you but... watch the three shorts? I didn't. No, I feel like I should go back and watch them now. They're good. You should. Okay. I, I watched them before the movie, but it doesn't matter. I just think they're good. Okay. Uh, the I saw something on Twitter that based that said uh, the fact that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a box office failure is its biggest send up to the original. Mm. Because I think the original was also a I box office a box failure. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that's just kind of. People acknowledge that this is an amazing film, just kind of like built over time. It's it's gorgeous. I, I'll probably try and go see it again at some point, uh, preferably in the theaters, just to kind of take it in once more and really get a feeling for it. But it, it is it is gorgeous. I love the story. I think the acting. Yeah. I think I texted great. you. It's the best uh, Ghost in the Shell movie we had this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So I mean, for anyone who hasn't yet seen it, I highly recommend go see it. Like if you feel like it's gonna be a daunting experience, it's not. It's it's gorgeous. I feel like you don't need to have seen the original. I feel like it helps. Like you can like pinpoint things. Mm-hmm. It's probably better to have seen it, but regardless, there's references I think all the time, it. but you don't need it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing. So that's that's my one plug this week. What about you, Cameron? Uh, I mean, we, we kind of covered everything that I've been watching. I watched Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm rewatching Supergirl. Uh, I'm really enjoying it because it's like better versions of the episodes we're watching right now. Yes, yeah, you've been saying. Like yeah, we had the. Um, I, I watched the Metallo episode recently, and I think that was better than this Metallo episode. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I second season of Supergirl lost me okay interesting because that's why i've heard it got better was second season i do I miss think, Kat. second season yeah i miss cat too but like i liked the beginning of second season i thought it was really good i i don't really care about uh what whatever daxos whatever spaces oh monel oh yeah i don't care about him and he, they just keep hammering this character and i'm just like i don't i'm not a big fan of him i'm not a big fan of them bringing guardian in I was um, I, I liked when they, they originally suited him up, I thought they're gonna make him steal. And then they didn't. I was like, good call. Mm-hmm. Good good call not making him steal. Yeah. But they needed to give uh James something to do because like he was the love interest, and then they're like, Nope. Yeah. For no reason. Hmm. Like they have this whole big because thing. Because superheroes can't be happy. Be- <laughs> oh. 
I know is what my plug why? is. No, my plug is Riverdale started back up, guys. Christ, oh, it's so good. <laughs> is, is everyone should it? go watch Riverdale? I, I couldn't stick with it. I That's couldn't fine. Do it. Um, That's what I'm here for. Yeah, you can watch it for me and, and report back in on it. I mean, my understanding of Riverdale is it's the magicians for people who don't like magic. Yep. Uh, until rumor is Sabrina the Teenage Witch is going to come soon. Wait. Hold on, is that a real thing? That's they're a real bringing, thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I might actually end up watching. They're, so. do, they're doing another season like Will and Grace, or they're no, no, no. starting it over? No, new uh, version. Sabrina originated in the Archie comics, so they're going to bring her into the so, Riverdale show. Ima- imagine... Wait, no. No, I don't know. What? I don't know if it's yeah. going to be... I, I, I think still rumored. T- totally, I think it's going to be in the line with Riverdale. I don't know if it's actually going to be set in the same thing, and maybe I don't, I don't no, know. No, I think she's going to be a character. She's going to be a side character. She's going to be like Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, but okay. Josie and the Pussycats is in the show already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to bring her in as a similar side character to that. Oh, group. God, they can't do that. Yes, they can. <laughs> so dumb. Well, they can do whatever they want. Uh, it's going to oh. be interesting. I mean, it's the CW. Of course, they want to bring magical realism into it. They, they said if they bring her in, she's not going to be magic. Just then gonna what's be, the point? It's just going to be a, a blonde girl named Sabrina. Because Sabrina got her start in the Archie comics. No, I'm sorry. That's dumb. No, I agree. If you're going to bring her back, bring her on a full magical version. I, I thought that she was getting a spinoff. Okay. I don't care. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm going to keep watching. Conversation for a, for a different time. But uh, I think that basically does it. Yep. I think they're basically knocking the door to come in after us here. So, Sam, thank you very much for coming in and, uh, and joining us my once pleasure. again. Where can we find you? On Twitter. Uh, my Twitter. Cool. All right, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> my Twitter is my name, uh, Sam Gash, S-A-M-G-A-S-C-H. And the last time I was on, I had a podcast. That podcast is over. Aww. The next time, uh, but I'm, I'm starting a new podcast. We'll be starting soon. Our episode should be first episode should be dropping sometime this month. Uh, it's called the Ideal Remake. Ooh. Look us up on Facebook. What, what's it about? The basic idea is that movies get remade and redone all the time, and so we talk about movies that should be remade or probably will be, and what the ideal version of that remake would be. I have a lot to talk to you about. Oh my Our god! Our first yeah. episode is RoboCop. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, Are you going to like be trashing on the RoboCop remake? Or I have saying- never seen it. Yeah, okay. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, there are so many things that I want to come on and talk Episode about. Episode two is Goonies. Oh my god, oh my god. So, so many yeah. we've all seen that one. Oh, hey. <laughs> that's Richard Donner film. Ah, yeah. What else has he done? <laughs> um, that's Aww. awesome. Re- really excited for that, and uh, yeah, I-, I feel like we're gonna be nagging you to come on and talk about some stuff. Ooh, yeah, no, so, we're gonna so many things. We want everyone to like pick the movie they want to come in and talk about. <gasps> Can I do a Superman one? Yeah, I've always had a great Superman pitch. All right, cool. All right. Uh, Chris, where can we find you? I'm uh, at Lordofer, uh, Lord Ofer on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, Cameron. Uh, you can find <clears> me on Instagram at camdexter underscore adventures. If you want to see my face, if you want to see my art, it's at cameron.dexter. And, of course, we are, as a podcast, at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So. Uh, Sam, thank you very much for being here. And thank you for having some me. Mixius Pitlick. If I uh, knew how to say his name backwards, I'd say that in the podcast, but I don't. Anyone got any nope. guesses on how it's done? Uh, I'm not going to try. Yaznakid. Shimslixlipfin. Thanks for listening, guys. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.